Researchers in Australia discovered that laughing makes us more persistent. People who watched a boring video before performing a difficult task were less likely to stick with it than those who watched a comedy prior to performing the same task. Those watching humorous videos had more sustaining power. Being in a better frame of mind will make one want to push harder and stay on task longer. This is my way of saying thank you. We love you. God bless. I hope this helps you out. Uh, with you listening, let us know if this is helping you out. Uh, if you like this format, that we're going to give away the book for free in 10 to 20 minute segments on the podcast. Um, other than that, every Wednesday, you're still going to get the regular podcast, the Super You podcast. So I can't thank you enough uh, for listening. And again, we love all our listeners. So I hope you're hanging in there. If you enjoy listening to this, then send a copy, send a paperback copy via Prime to that friend. Tell them you're thinking about them, going, hey, you know, Times are tough, but I'm really thinking about you. I thought you'd enjoy this book, or you can send them the Kindle version as well. Anyways, without further ado, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the Super You Podcast. And today it's a little different. It's going to be a snippet from my new book, The Focus Project. Chapter 11, Gratitude. U.S. citizens celebrate Thanksgiving on the third Thursday in November. What better month than November for me to focus on gratitude? Owing a debt of gratitude to many people, I was giddy at the prospect of spending blocks of time calling, writing, and texting folks to thank them. When doing this, I planned on mixing up how I said thanks. Studies show that as recipients, we have become accustomed to thank you and thanks as throwaway words. To mix it up this month, instead of simply saying thanks to my local breakfast taco joint, I'm saying, that's cool that you remember my order when I walk in. I really appreciate you. Setting ourselves up for success. Researchers in Australia discovered that laughing makes us more persistent. People who watched a boring video before performing a difficult task were less likely to stick with it than those who watched a comedy prior to performing the same task. Those watching humorous videos had more sustaining power. Being in a better frame of mind will make one want to push harder and stay on task longer. This intuitively makes street sense. We've all had those days where we hear ourselves say, "Ah, I'm just not in the right mood to deal with this. The next time you're about to tackle a difficult task, engage in humor prior to starting. Even if the task doesn't work out well, at least you'll get a good laugh. With our minds in the right place, our results will improve. The same holds true for our stomachs. A study at Cornell University determined that what we fill our stomachs with prior to grocery shopping also matters. Those who ate an apple slice before grocery shopping bought 13% more fruits and vegetables than those who ate a cookie prior to hitting the aisles. Eating the apple puts shoppers in a health-focused mindset, says study author Brian Wansink, Ph.D., Director of the Cornell University Food and Brand Lab. Putting ourselves in the right frame of mind, whether through humor or food choice, 
is a step toward helping us forge an iron will. Tim Ferriss and four and a half hour work week stresses the importance of being effective over being efficient. Instead of succumbing to every ping and treating each buzz as urgent, we become more effective if we focus on our most important personal goals. Most important items, MIT. First, is an important concept from Leo Babatu, the author of The Power of Less. Babatu suggests that at the end of each day, you should write down the most important item that you need to accomplish or attack before you do anything else the following day. Accomplishing this task should take under one hour. The more we can relate to this task to our intention and gratitude for the day, the more likely we are to accomplish it. This is Anna Maria with this week's five-star review from The Other Haley. Inspiring and motivating, Eric continues to inspire me and continues to show how you can be the best version of you. Everyone already is amazing, but he shows you how to channel that. His format is easy to understand and engages you. Thank you, The Other Haley, for your review. The best way for others to discover our Super You podcast is by listening and posting a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the Super You podcast. Thanks again, The Other Haley, for listening and for your awesome review. Happy Awake Day. An amazing wife, mother, and personal friend, Celeste Steinhelper Wood, found herself in the fight of her life against an aggressive cancer. She posted this to the world as she entered her 11th round of chemo. Well, as usual, on my first night of at-home chemo, I'm now wide awake at 3 a.m. Not exactly a side effect, but I think it's because I slept for 8 hours of the infusion and my body is out of whack. So I share with you some early day insight. I happen to really like this country song called Happy Birthday, sung by an up-and-coming young female artist whose name escapes me. So this birthday song gets stuck in my mind often. While at the dentist this week, my hygienist, who I've known my whole life, reminded me to celebrate the days that we are on the right side of the dirt. This got me thinking that each day is a mini birthday, more of an awake day, a day that needs to be celebrated on a different level. So when you wake today, don't get bogged down with the millions of things on your list. Don't worry about the guilt you feel when you don't check them all off in one day. Most motherly lists would make that humanly impossible. Then you add on a work list, family list, grocery list, back to school list, and your head spins off. Instead, find some time to celebrate your awake day, even if that just means getting coffee with a friend, a phone call, sending a card to someone, extra hugs, a jog walk to look at nature, a cat nap, reading in the sun, helping out in your child's classroom, an out-of-the-norm adventure with the family, Ice cream, dinner dates, a movie, a family game night, dessert after dinner for no reason, french fries and ranch, your favorite glass of wine or watching the sunset. Anything to make each day a worthy awake day. You got this, warriors. I know you do. Have a great awake day on this hump day. Love, Celeste. Celeste passed away a few months after posting this. While she's now an angel in heaven, her memory and advice live on within us. In honor of our beautiful Celeste, happy awake day to all of us. Trading expectations for appreciation. Anytime Anna Maria empties the dishwasher, I invariably find myself becoming upset. While she puts the knives back in the knife block, she doesn't return each knife to its specific slot. 
I have OCD on this. Actually, I'm probably CDO. That's having OCD in alphabetical order. All the knife handles look exactly the same in the block, and each specific knife, from a paring knife to a spreader, has its proper place. When they're in the right slot, this saves time. A eureka moment or practice for this month was to trade expectations for appreciation. So instead of getting upset that the spreader was in the bread knife slot, I started being grateful and appreciative that my amazing wife is emptying the dishwasher, saving me from doing it. This led me to be appreciative of her also sorting out the kids' tiny Tupperware, my kryptonite. My realization that yes, the spreader is in the wrong place, but I'm coming out way ahead on all the stuff my wife does selflessly each day. This realization made me start to pitch in on cleaning the Tupperware. The more I helped the Tupperware, the more I started to see that my wife also began to improve at putting the knives in the right slot. My eureka moment came when instead of expecting her to put away the knives correctly, I'm now appreciating all of her help and counting my lucky stars. The same mindset holds true for complaining. Or as Will Bowen, founder of a complaint-free world, suggests, complaining is like bad breath. You notice it when it comes out of someone else's mouth, but not when it's out of your own. Over 11 million people have taken Brown's complaint-free challenge. The challenge? Can you go 21 days without complaining? Here's how it works. Simply put a bracelet or rubber band on your wrist, and every time you complain, switch it to the other wrist, as you now are starting over. The average person takes four to eight months to complete the 21-day challenge, but stick with it. Remember, you can't complain your way to health, happiness, or success. Things happen for you, not to you. One day, an old farmer's horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Ah, such bad luck, they consoled. Perhaps, the farmer replied. The next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three other wild horses. What great luck, the neighbors exclaimed. Perhaps, replied the old man. The following day, his son tried to ride. One of the untamed horses was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors came again to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Such bad luck. Perhaps, answered the farmer. The day after, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. Seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. The neighbors congratulated the farmer on how well things had turned out. Perhaps, said the farmer. The wise farmer understood that life events often happen for you, not to you. That when something bad happens, something good will probably come of it. But your eyes need to be open to see it. As Forrest Gump famously quipped, Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But we can control our thinking into believing it will all work out for us. When we do this, it usually does have a strange way of working out. When we have a chance to be grateful, be grateful. A broken smile. My daughter started inspecting my smile and a quizzical look came over her face. Daddy, why are three of your bottom teeth more yellow than the others? Well, that's because these teeth are fake. The real ones were knocked out, I explained. Oh, I'm so sorry, Daddy. Don't be sorry, honey. They remind me of one of the best things that ever happened for me, not to me. What was it? I explained to her that growing up, there was nothing I wanted to do more than to play college basketball. After I was cut from the high school team, I realized my dream was most likely not going to become a reality. However, I kept at it. 
And I love basketball so much that when I arrived at Michigan State University, I became a manager for the basketball team, a water boy. I love being a manager, but I'd still lie awake at night dreaming of making the team as a player. Seeing firsthand what it takes to be one of the 13 players on the country's number one ranked team, I started not only to dream, but I started to play before and after practice as well as lift weights and run. Looking back, by my junior year, I was good enough to be on the team, but unfortunately, I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't have the confidence. I wasn't willing to walk into discomfort. I wasn't willing to step into my story. I didn't try out. In my mind, I was constantly questioning myself, how could I, a kid cut from his high school basketball team, play for one of the top 10 programs in the country? Later that year, in the same week, many of the players got sick and injured. Not having enough players forced me into practice. This was my time to show the coaches and myself that I was more than good enough to be on the team. While I was nervous, I was performing extremely well. Then, misfortune struck. Going up for a rebound, an elbow hit me just in the right spot to knock out three of my teeth. I already had one fake tooth. That fake tooth was the point of impact. The tooth I spat into my hand was a fake one. I did not realize that two real teeth had been knocked out and lay on the floor near the player's bench. I felt that this was my moment, and I was doing well, so I kept playing through the pain. I figured I could get the fake tooth replaced in the weeks ahead. This was my chance, and nothing was going to stop me. Or so I thought. About 10 minutes later, the trainer discovered the real teeth by the bench and noticed that I was still bleeding. They stopped practice and rushed me to the dentist. The entire way there, I couldn't believe my rotten luck. My one chance, and I'm being rushed to the dentist. The next day, Coach Izzo addressed the team. Well, Quammen, I don't know if you're the dumbest kid I know or the toughest kid I know. Probably a little bit of both. At that moment, and when I made the basketball team the next year, I didn't realize that getting my teeth knocked out and continuing to play through the pain was the best thing to happen for me. Coach Izzo has built the Michigan State program on grit and grind. He saw this grit and grind in me that day, turning one of my worst days into one of my best days. The next season, I made the team and eventually earned a scholarship. Things happen for us, not to us. Even getting your teeth knocked out. Instead of getting upset, instead of getting down, just pause and say, I'm not sure how this is going to help me, but I know this is happening for me, not to me. So I hope you enjoyed today's segment from my new book, The Focus Project. Thanks again for all the support. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making a number one release on Amazon, which is so hard to do with so many books out there. So it puts a smile on my face knowing it's helping so many of you out. And thanks for helping me. Thanks for being Equal Maniacs. Thank you for all the support. So until next time, this is Equal Man reminding all of us to attack the day before it attacks you. Make sure you're having fun and helping people. And most importantly, a reminder to all of us, it is not what we take from the world. It is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.